the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. In Isaiah 26.3, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Come on, he's keeping us in perfect peace. Those who keep their minds, those who keep their thoughts, those who keep their focus stayed on him, trusting in him. Y'all trusting in God, trusting in his word, trusting in his promises? Come on, that's the only thing that's gonna keep you in perfect peace, not uh, anti-anxiety, not antidepressants, not a, a pill, come on, not a whatever you think, uh, a calmer, a downer. You wanna know what's gonna keep you in perfect peace? Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Come on, keep your eyes meditating on the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God. What is meditating? You're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it at all times, meditating on the Word. Let me tell you, you guys are great meditators. Look at your neighbor say, you're a great meditator. You'll be meditating, you can be murmuring, you could be talking, you could be having a whole argument and nobody's there. Anybody? You could be all rumbling, mad, blah, 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 and you're, and you're driving and somebody drives up next to you and you're like, whoop. Because you recognize that you're mumbling, that you're, that you're having this argument and nobody's there, right? You're preparing for what's coming. Any couples, any best friends, any siblings, you're preparing, right? You got this meditation and whatever. That's meditating. Let's just flip it to the good. Let's meditate on the word of God. Come on, let's get the word of God on repeat in our life where we start murmuring it. We start repeating it, right? Just like I said, Pastor Dan expressed to me to read my IMs every day. I was 14 years old. Read your IMs, read your IMs, read your IMs, read your IMs. Mr. Tim, can you hand me my Bible? Read your IMs, read your IMs. Okay, so here I am reading my IMs, reading my IMs, reading my IMs. And you know what? There's one moment when I start believing my IMs. I start believing my IMs. I start believing my IMs. Let me tell you, what are you repeating? What are you repeating? Are you repeating that negative report? Are you repeating some negative word that was spoken to you? That you fat, you ugly, you stupid, you dumb, you nobody, no nothing, going nowhere, you'll never be. How many times do we repeat the negative report? Right? We repeat it, we repeat it, we repeat it, and we believe it. We start believing negative things spoken over us and we receive them as our identity. Let me tell you, you have a new identity in Christ Jesus. And you've got to discover this identity. And the only way that you're gonna discover this identity, your true self, is discovering the word of God. What does God's word say about me? Not, not even, I don't even trust what I say about me. What does God's word say about me? What does God's word? God says that you are more than a conqueror. God says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God says that you are dearly loved. Come on, created in his image. God says, come on, are you ready? What does God's word say? And that's what we have to change our thinking. 
renew our mind, right? Our soul, our soul can be so crushed. Our soul can be crushed by little petty things, right? But God restores the soul. He restores the soul. You know, your body was created to heal itself. You get a cut right away. It's trying to heal itself. It's trying to heal itself. It's trying to, God designed it. But let me tell you, he restores the soul and we have to renew it. And our spirit man is fully identical to God's spirit. Our spirit man's like, you got this. You could do all things. Our spirit man is, come on, he's like, our spirit man is like producing heaven on earth. We just got to get it out the mind, <laughs> through the body, right? Yes, we're understanding the soul by the renewing of our mind to the word of God. Not renewing our mind to positive thoughts and positive vibes and positive energy. And I'm just cleansing my energy. Well, go ahead. Tell me how that goes, you know. Go ahead. Keep on with yourself. No, we're going to renew our mind to the word of God. Your mind is a garden. I heard this little poetic thing. I thought it was so cute and so true. You know, your mind is a garden and your thoughts are seeds. Will you grow trees or will you grow weeds? This is amazing because you can have two people, five people, ten people in the same house going through the same thing and everybody's got a different perspective, right? Everybody's got a different perspective. It's whatever is going on, you do not have to be labeled by your circumstance. You do not have to be negative just because everything is negative around you. You can change your thoughts. You can keep your mind stayed on the word, stayed on the Lord, and he's keeping you in perfect peace. And let me tell you, your perspective creates your environment. Your perspective how you see things creates the environment around you, right? Creates the environment around you. Are you going to grow trees? Are you going to grow weeds, right? Are you going to be negative or are you going to see the good? And you know that God's working this together for my good and we're going to change our thoughts, right? The Bible clearly teaches us that our thoughts are a determining factor that control our actions, because our emotions follow our thoughts. Anybody seen a little toddler and they're like, ah, and then they get a little happy thought and they're like, ah, ah. you know, even just a little infant, they're like, ah, and then you smile at them they're like, ah. that's us being immature, right? Letting our thoughts come, you know, like random thoughts come through your mind. First of all, this is why it's crazy about the uh, shorts or the TikTok or, you know, the, um, just the instant, instant gratification, instant, instant stimulation, just instant, 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 right? So you're like, whoo, 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 right? And you know what that is doing? It's seeds. So you have thoughts that are all over the place. And you know what these thoughts are saying? These thoughts, these, these pictures, these images, you know what they're, they're doing to you? They're making you super unsatisfied with your life. Because you're seeing somebody's filtered image, right? You're seeing some billionaire and you're like, and oh, we're like lusting after somebody's fake life. Like seriously, oh, if I could have their life. They are empty and without God and without hope. And we are craving their life. Just image, 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 which is producing thoughts 
which is producing emotions, which is producing actions, right? And instead of us doing something productive and fulfilling our purpose, we're unsatisfied and we turn to food. We're unsatisfied and we turn to meaningless relationships, our hookup culture. We're unsatisfied and we're trying to get peace, our value, our validation through stuff and things. And now your butt is in debt because you can't afford that Louie Louie Roly 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 Poly Oly. But your credit card can, co-signed by your mama. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? It's crazy how we're being conformed to this world because it's telling us this is happiness. This is satisfaction. This is, no, it's not. The only peace and perfect peace comes from the word. It comes from God. It comes from becoming whole, spirit, soul, and body. It comes from keeping your eyes focused on Jesus, right? Our thoughts are a powerful tool that will strengthen us or they'll destroy us. Your thoughts are a powerful tool. Learn to use them wisely, right? Our thoughts are powerful because our thoughts become our emotions. And our emotions become our actions. And our actions become our experience. And our experience creates our environment. And this is so powerful because you can create the environment around you. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you came from. It doesn't matter that your house is falling apart. You can create your environment. You can trust God and you can believe God for increase and wisdom and favor, taking you to the next level. Come on. I remember growing up and Chattel was like, Chattel just had it in her. We're getting out the ghetto. I'm like, we are? Take me with you. But she just had it in her. Like there was this palm tree, and she tell, she tells my older sister, she would jump over the palm tree, jump over the palm tree, and it was growing, growing, growing. And she would jump over the palm tree. Everything in her was like, we, she's like, I got to get an education. I got to become a lawyer. I got to become something that has more than this. And I'm like, please do. <laughs> I was busy. I was too busy having fun. (laughs) And you know why I could have all that fun? Because I had a big sister who was doing the right thing. (laughs) She'd keep me in check. Like I could just get a little wild. And she'd be like, hey, come back, come back, come back. Wild. God knew I needed a big sister like her. And God knew she needed a wild little sister like me, right? Everybody brings their things to the table. But the experience, even us being two different people, we came in the same house, but we had two totally different experiences because our thought process is different, right? So it creates your environment, and your created environment leaves your legacy. But you know what the world tells us? You know what the world tells us? That we're a product of our environment, that we're just a product of our generation, right? And our environment creates our experience. They got it backwards. And our experience produces our actions because it's not my fault, it's because where I came. It's not my fault, they made me do it. It's not my fault, it's because they did this and that's why I did this. No, your actions are your responsibility, okay? Your actions, your, the created environment that you're producing is 100% your responsibility. 
world. You can't blame that it's God's will and God's plan. And is it God's will that everybody receive Jesus? Tell me, is it God's will that all men be saved? Yes, but you have a free will. You have a free will and you have to choose his will. You have to choose his plan. And the way we do that is by renewing our mind to the, to the word of God, understanding his perfect plan for us, right? His perfect plan for our life. That's how this happens. That's how it works. It's God's will to heal. Receive your healing. It's God's word to prosper you. Receive your prosperity. It's God's will. Come on. And this is why it's so important that we don't get caught and trapped in religious rituals, in religious ways of speaking and communicating. It's about a relationship. It's about a relationship with God the Father. It's about a relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's about a relationship with the Holy Spirit, your comforter, your guide. Come on. It's about a relationship with the Word of God. It's about a relationship. What's your relationship with the Word of God look like? Come on, because that's what transforms your thinking, or you're just conformed, molded, and shaped just like your, your generation. Then you're a product of your generation. Not us, not here, not at Love Life. Come on, we are creating our environment, amen, that's leaving a legacy of what? A legacy of victory in Christ Jesus. We're leaving a legacy that, you know what, we're going through the same things just like you. But we're not doing it alone. And we're not doing it without hope. We are doing it with Jesus. Come on, as the anchor for our souls. We got truth and we got life and we've got hope. And we're getting to the other side. Come on, we're going through the valley of the shadow of death. Anybody had death knock on your door? You better be running through that valley knowing that Jesus is with you. Come on, he's with you. He's comforting your soul. He's restoring your soul, your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotions. I'm not saying that what happened to you is not valid, that it didn't happen, that it wasn't wrong. It's all those things. But are you going to be stuck by what's happened to you? Are you going to be stuck? Because the enemy would love for you not to receive all of God's best and be held back and be in bondage and be captive to negative thoughts and a negative thought process. But let me tell you, the only thing that will set you free is the word of God. And truth sets free. And if you're not free in an area, let's dive in and discover the truth. And the truth, the ultimate truth, is the word of God. It's the only thing that will never change. Because my truth is my truth. And your truth is your truth. But what's the truth? Okay? Right? Because you have your interpretation of the story. I have my interpretation of the story. Because I know my intentions were great. My intentions were positive and full of life and hope. And you know your intentions were good. And do you see what I'm saying? But I'm not the villain. You are. Who's the villain in their own story? Not me. I ain't writing that story. But you see how it's how we see ourselves, right? Because we know our heart. How about we start giving people the benefit of the doubt? And even if. They had ill intentions. Let it go. Let it go. 
Let it go. Stop being trapped by the enemy, trapped by offense, trapped by bitterness, trapped by resentment because what happened to you and they got away with it and those abandonment and rejection and all these things. And why, God, why is this happening to me? Get off. Let me tell you, you you want some struggle in your life. People ask, people be like, oh man, I want my kids to be as close as you and your sisters. I want them to have such such a strong bond. You want to know how we got this bond? We've been to hell and back together. And you know what? Jesus is the founder. He is the rock. He is the thing that brings us together. And that is our, our clarity of mind that it's about the word. It's about truth. And there's accountability. Why are you where you at? Why are you where you at? What, in your heart, in your mind, with your thinking, with that attitude? Let me tell you, you need people in your life that say, why are you where you are? Nobody questions you, then you're mindlessly just going throughout life. You need people to check you. You want that kind of like checkmate. Hey, how you doing? Where you at? How's your thinking? What are you meditating on? Because all of us can be meditating on Netflixing. I mean, who even has Netflix anymore? <laughs> whatever. You know? Like, or just whatever it is. Whatever it is that you're, like, consumed with, right? You could just be focusing and not focusing on. Let's focus on the word. Let's focus on discovering who we truly are. And let's start creating an environment that leaves a legacy. We're created to leave a legacy of victory in Christ Jesus. We already have the victory. You're not fighting for victory. You're not fighting for victory over this illness or sickness. You're not fighting for victory over this poverty mentality. You're not fighting for victory. Come on. You have the victory. You already have the victory in Christ. Come on. You are seated in heavenly places and the enemy wants to bump you out of your seat. You have a first class ticket. And your first class ticket is being occupied by sickness. Your first class ticket is being occupied by offense. Your first class ticket is being occupied by resentment. Anybody? You got a first? Anybody been in first class? I have one time. <laughs> one time it happened for me. It was a wild experience, guys. You just go up to the front, you get seated first, right? They hand you this hot towel to wash your hands. They ask you, would you like something to drink? And people are not even on the plane yet, okay? I've also had a backseat ticket in a plane. Majority of my flights are, it's not even a seat. You're in a booking class. Anybody been there? Where your letter is booked, you know, one of those flights, you know, anybody? Okay. Where bags are free, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, whatever. And let me tell you, that's a whole nother experience. You get on and you find a seat. You find a seat where you can find a seat. And you sit down and you fight for arm room. You cough a little, <coughs> you know, so nobody would sit by you. <laughs> not nowadays, right? I have not flown in a long time. You cough, you're probably getting booted out. Like, you know, I don't know, don't do that. Like, that's an old school trick. Sorry, 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 you know? Don't do that anymore. Imagine <coughs> you get escorted off. Sorry, thought that was a trick. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just joking. 
Anyways, I'm just saying, so we're going to go through life as children of the Most High God. Come on, first class ticket. And we're allowing the enemy to take our ticket. He's taking your lunch, taking your money, <laughs> taking your joy, taking your fun out of life. And you over there in the back seat <laughs> with the chickens and the roosters. <laughs> <laughs> way back there <laughs> you're taking a bus <laughs> not first class but it's a joke I'm joking but do you see what I'm saying you guys get the picture come on we got we're seated in heavenly places and the enemy's jealous of our seat he wants that authority and if he can trick us if he can deceive us and he can lie to us and he says you don't have that authority you don't have that authority Psh. he's like trying to trick us in our thoughts, in our mind, right? Because in the spirit, you already have all that you will ever need. You're a three-part being. You are a spirit, and you have a soul, and you live in a body. When we received Jesus, our spirit became identical to God's spirit. I'm going to say this a million times until we get it, until we understand. Our spirit became identical to God's spirit. Our spirit became new. And this is what confuses us because we're like, how am I a new creation? I'm a new creation. And we're reading our I am's, our I am's, but we're like, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm still making bad decisions. I'm still, because your spirit man is your true self, your real self, and your spirit became new, and your spirit became born again, and your spirit became a new creation, and your spirit became transformed, and your spirit went an, an instant and complete transformation. But our body and our soul did not, right? Because let me tell you, I still talk this way, and I wish I could talk proper and better and not so annoying, but it's still me right? After I was saved and before I was saved, still same voice, same body. Imagine you received Jesus and all of a sudden you got a perfect body. We wouldn't even need to, to sell the gospel. It would sell itself. Receive Jesus. <laughs> Woo. What'd you do? I received Jesus. <laughs> Woo. What'd you do? I received Jesus. We would just, the, the gospel would just, but Jesus doesn't need any help. That's dumb. That's <laughs> weird thinking. He's doing good on his own right? Our body and our soul did not change, right? The same education that you had and you received Jesus is the same education you have. But let me tell you, you can renew your mind. You can go greater beyond, amen? Beyond, beyond. We have to renew our minds. We have to renew our will. We have to renew our emotions. We've got to renew our intellect, our thought process, our understanding, our personality, our moral conscience to the spirit through the word of God. Because our thoughts become our emotions. Anyone's emotions got the best of them? Like the best of you. Anger, jealousy, like outbursts. You're like, who said that? wasn't me it was you it was and your outburst why because you let your thoughts get to a negative place and when you allow yourself to get to a negative place what's in comes out that's the truth when your cup is bumped what 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 comes out is what's really in you so you could talk a good game, but until your cup is bumped, right? We're like, oh, I believe in healing. I believe in healing. You get one little dot. You're like, I'm going to die. It's a dot. Stop Googling. You go to the doctor and they say, it's fine. It's nothing. It's no big deal. But because you 
allow your thoughts to take you to a negative place, and you're like, well, you know what? My nana had a dot, I had a dot and she died. <laughs> Anybody? We are extreme with our thinking. We are extreme, right, into the negative. But let me tell you what is good. It takes a long time for the thoughts to come. Anybody else? Do you see how the negative thoughts, you're, you're already buried. You're already picturing your funeral. You're like picturing who's going to show up. Man, what are they going to say about me when I'm gone? Anybody's thoughts, just instantly, instantly. And then you're trying to think of a, a positive thought. You're trying to replace that thought. And you're like, what was that scripture that Sasha said? What was that scripture? What was that scripture? I'm kind of hungry. That's us and this thought life. And that's why we have to renew it because our thoughts become our emotions, right? And our emotions get the best of us. How do we stop the feeling? And let me tell you, you can stop the feeling. Anybody get that lump in your throat and you're so mad, you're so angry? You want to know how you change that emotion? Change your thought. Change your thought. I have banked in my memory because let me tell you, I'm just like everybody else. And negative thoughts come. Thoughts come when things happen in my life and different doctor's reports and different stuff, different issues, thoughts come. But I have this bank. And in this bank are the most incredible experiences of my life. They're my fragments. They're things that God's done to me. They're little tiny experiences with people, with humans that have marked my life. And I will never, never forget them. Why? Because in the time of need, I pull them out of that bank. And I go from a angry thought or an angry stomach and I can go to that happy place of what, that time that this happened and this victory and when they did this and when we had this experience together and when God's done this in my life and he's done that in my life and he will do it again. God's no respecter of persons and when this happened and when that happened, let me tell you and you can bank evil, negative, or you can bank the good. And, you can, and those thoughts, you bring them out of that bank and instantly your emotion changes. Instantly. This is how our thought life is so powerful. And, the, and people are like, oh, well, don't you just think about the word? Yes, I think about the word. And the word is my foundation. And the word gives me security. But in the time and the moment of need, when I need to change the emotion immediately, for me, I'm a people person. And I have these memories and these experiences with people that I bring right, right to my forefront. And immediately the emotion will leave you. Okay, and now if I could just apply that to my driving, we would have a victory. <laughs> Sometimes driving gets the best of me, you know? I just gotta be praying the spirit and like, oh. and patience, like, you know? And, and there's older people and slower people and <laughs> like, whatever. Like, somebody just said to me, Miha, you know, we've got um, evil people in this day and all these people that don't believe in God and uh, what, that there are, um, I don't even remember, right? Atheist people and they drive mean. I was like, that's me. Full of God, full of Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Ah, get out of my way. <laughs> but anyways. I need to reel in the emotions is all I'm trying to say, right? Your emotions get the best of you. 
your emotions get the best of you. How many know that you can act like that and then a cop pulls behind you and all of a sudden you're like, <gasps> yes, officer. Every time this happens, like Daniel's been with me, I like hit the brakes and I say, thank you, Father, for, for the police officer. You're keeping them in safety. It reminds me, I'm like, pray for them <laughs> and pray for yourself for favor. Because <laughs> I have been pulled over and by the grace of God. Man, I don't want to talk about it. I'm scared. So one time I got pulled over. Like, criminal speed. The, it, the officer thought I was headed to the hospital. I ran a red-ish light. I call them orange because it was red. Well, there's no line. He was at the red light. I'm flying by. And there's a, there's a hospital down the street. It took him two miles to catch me. I'm flying, and I see him, and he pulls me over. It was over, guys. So I guess if you're going, I was going criminal speed. We're like, I could take you to jail right now. It's like $2,000 fine, this, that. And I couldn't find my insurance card, you know. And I was like, I know I have insurance. I do, I do. But, you know, when you need it, you didn't print it. Cause you, got, you, you know. Anyways, that scared me for like a whole year. I'd say a whole year, maybe two I drove the speed limit. It, no, I was, whoo, that's, and he pulled out like, what do you do? And I had a car seat in the back because the boys used to have to have car seats for the longest time. So I'm like, he's like, are you a mom? Like, where's your children? He sees the car seats. I'm like, no, I'm not a mom. He's like, you just got car seats? Who are you, weirdo? <laughs> Picking up children. <laughs> I'm an auntie, that's who I am. Up in the back. <laughs> Go to McDonald's, <laughs> fill you up with sugar, and drop you off at home. You know. Anyways, that that cured me for a quick minute, and then you know what? Emotions and experience like that will never change you. You have to change your thinking. You have to renew your mind and have more respect for people on the road. Amen. That was just a freebie. That was a freebie for anybody out there, right? Change your thoughts. You know what? It's time to think about what you're thinking about. Take a little inventory of what you're thinking about. If you're going to a negative place, change your thoughts. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Are you thinking angry? So are you. Are you thinking negative? So are you. Are you thinking positive? So are you. Are you thinking joyful? So are you, right? Proverbs 4.23, be careful what you think. Above all that you guard, protect your heart, soul, mind, will, emotions, because your thoughts run your life. That they, life flows from them, right? We've got to double guard our heart and our mind. Let me tell you, your thoughts run your life, right? You get a thought that you're hungry. If you let the thought pass, it'll pass. If you meditate on that thought, you will be that person at midnight in your pajamas driving around looking for something open with that 24-hour filibertos, right? Like 24 hours? Who is eating there? You. <laughs> That's who, right? We got a military guard. We've got to protect 
And we've got to guard in our heart and our minds. Military guard above all else. Come on, protect your heart, protect your soul, protect your mind, protect your will, protect your emotions. Watch over your heart, soul, mind, and emotions. Safeguard your heart, your soul, your mind, your emotions. Shield your heart. Shield your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Everything you do. This is our responsibility alone, right? No one else. We have to grow up and take responsibility for the condition of our thoughts. We've got to grow up and take responsibility for the condition of our heart and our mind and our emotions, right? Oh, my emotions made me do it. I'm just one of those days that a girl goes through. When I'm angry inside, don't want to take it out on you. The 90s. It's got some good music, though. Don't be meditating on it. You know what? I listened to some 90s music, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I was singing that as a kid. I had no idea what I was saying. Now I'm like, I will not repeat those words. But you know, in your bank, in your memory bank, you got every word. Like that just flows out. Don't even Google that song. You know what the sad thing is? I'm on a roll tonight. The sad thing is, some of y'all Google a song and you send me a song from the 70s. How old do you think I am? I'm a 90s kid, guys. It's Maribel. I sing a song, she sings like the 70s. I'm like, Maribel, that's not, no, it's not even my era. Like, it's my parents. Like, anyways. Grow up. <laughs> Take responsibility for the condition of your heart. And we got to think about what we're thinking about. And don't allow the mindless crowd of this world to influence your thoughts. Mindless, mindless, right? Mindless scrolling, mindless. They want us to be mindless so that we don't control our thoughts. And you know what happens when you're mindless? You're controlled by the system. You're controlled and conformed to this world, right? Paul said in Ephesians 4.17, So this I say in Psalm we affirm together with the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live as the unbelievers the Gentiles live in the meaninglessness of their minds and the stupid foolishness and emptiness of their soul their souls are empty and that's why they're trying to fill it with stuff right with stuff with hookup culture with money with career and nothing will fulfill that nothing will satisfy your soul like the lord like jesus like wisdom come on without god without truth without love it's emptiness for their moral understanding is darkened and their reasoning is clouded they are alienated and self-banished from the life of God with no sharing in it. This is because of their willful. Look, you never say willful. You have a free will. The Holy Spirit is pulling on you, tugging on you, bringing you to Jesus, right? But you willfully choose yes or you willfully choose no. Their willful ignorance and spiritual blindness that is deep-seated within them because of the hardness and insensitivity of their heart. And they, the ungodly in their spiritual apathy, having become callous and unfeeling. And then it becomes to the point of a callous heart. You no longer want to even hear the knock of the Holy Spirit. Knock, knock, knock. You know? God's a gentleman. He knocks at the door. 
you have to open and let him in. You have to let him into your heart. But you, who? You. Look at your neighbor and say, you. Yes, even you. Did not learn Christ in this way. And if, in fact, you have really heard him and have been taught by him, just as truth is in Jesus, revealed in his life and, per- and personified in him, that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self. You have to put off your old way of doing things. You have to put off your old thoughts, right? Completely discard them, your former nature, which is being corrupt through the deceitful desires, and you being continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature, created in God's image, God-like, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. Don't be conformed to this world any longer, come on, with its emptiness of their souls, because they're willfully, willfully, they're willful ignorance of God. Just so you guys know that. It's God's will that all men be saved, but you're a free will, and you've got to choose for yourself, right? Answer the door already. Don't be conformed. Discover who you really are in Christ, becoming whole, spirit, soul, and body, experiencing wholeness, soundness, right? Perfect health, fit for good use, and lacking nothing. You have to put off the old way of thinking. Don't you wish that there was just a You know, like, Pastor, pray for me. It doesn't work that way. It's a process. It's a process. You have to be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. Proverbs 18, 14. The strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up and who can bear. The mind of the prudent is ever getting knowledge and the ear of the wise is ever seeking, inquiring for, and craving knowledge. This strong spirit of a man is talking about your soul, your mind, your will, your emotion. Let me tell you, I love this scripture. I kept this scripture like so dear to my heart for so many years. The strong spirit of a man will sustain him. The strong mind, the strong will, the strong emotions, come on, the strong mentality, the strong soul, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him, right? Your will to live can sustain you when you are sick, but if you lose it, Your last hope is gone. Your courage can sustain your broken body. But when courage dies, what hope is left? A healthy soul, mind, will, emotions conquers adversity. But what can you do when your heart is crushed? The human spirit can endure a long illness. But who can survive a crushed soul? Our thoughts are so powerful. That's that same scripture in so many different translations. The strong spirit of a man will sustain him. Strengthen your soul by the renewing of your mind to the word of God. Because in the spirit, you have all that you will ever need. You just got to renew your mind and let your mind know, 
all that I could ever need, I've already got. I fear nothing. I don't fear death. To be gone from here is to be with Jesus. But I know that I have a long life to live, you know? But I don't fear death, right? Our thoughts are so powerful. They will strengthen us or they will destroy us. Our thoughts are so powerful. We're going to be taken captive by them or we're going to take them captive to the obedience of Christ. Because our thoughts become our emotions. Our emotions become our actions. Our actions become our experience. And our experience creates our environment. We're created to leave a legacy. To leave a legacy. Come on, for our children's children. Spiritual children. Come on. Let's go leaving a legacy of victory in Christ Jesus, creating an environment of faith, hope, and love because love conquers all. Think continually on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Think on these things. Philippians 4.8. There's your homework. Look it up. Philippians 4.8, think on these things, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is uh, respectful, whatever is worthy of respect. And this is our filter. This is our thought process. And you got negative thoughts. Is it true? Is it honorable? Is it confirmed by God's word? And if it's not, change your thoughts. Change your thoughts to the word of God. If God says it, that settles it. And I believe it. And his word is the ultimate truth. And that's what we got to renew our soul, our mind, our will, and our intellect. And that's how we're going to be giving hope to others. Now, we can be going through the same thing. But the God inside of me is greater than the mountain before me. So I look to that mountain and say, do you know my God? Because you about to go down, Right? You got to speak to that mountain. And we walk by faith and not by sight. You know what faith is? The supernatural. Walking in the spirit. Not spooky and religious. It's walking by faith. Walking as if I'm healed. Walking as if I'm prosperous in all things. Just as your soul prospers. Amen. 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 How many of you guys receiving something through this series? God is so good, and he is so faithful, and he has so much more in store for all of us. I love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.